Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the group editor of Woman and Woman in Home. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 10th of February 2023, including a new series of the Netflix serial killer chiller, You, and a return to diddly squat in a new run of Prime Video's Clarkson's Farm. And with Valentine's Day in mind, we'll also be checking out two rom-coms, Paramount Plus's Mexican Set at Midnight and Prime Video's Somebody I Used to Know, starring Alison Brie. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Toby Stevens and Lance Reddick will play gods Poseidon and Zeus in Disney Plus's Percy Jackson and the Olympians about a young demigod, oh, reminds me of my youth, who clashes with the deities of Mount Olympus. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Paramount Plus's 19th century period drama, Base Reeves, a spin-off from Yellowstone and 1883, will star David Oyelowo as the fearless lawman of the title and features Dennis Quaid as a deputy US marshal. Good selection this week, I'd say, especially if you're a fan of the rom-com. I'm not so much, but on to that later. We're going to start off, unusually, with Mm -hmm. a returning series, but it's a very good one. On Netflix, it's season four of You, and here's a clip. Playing low is imperative. Turns out teaching's fun and London's not so bad. I fell in with the most insane damaged people on Earth. A circle of privileged douchebags. But I do miss having someone out there. So this arrived on Thursday the 9th of February. And what they're doing for this new season is you're going to get five episodes released this week and then the rest on the 9th of March. Now, I have binged quite a lot of the previous seasons and I do like it, I must say. For people who aren't familiar with it, it's it follows the exploits of this stalker-cum-serial killer called Joe Goldberg, played by Penn Badgley. And he worked in a bookshop, and he was really into bookbinding and old books. And he just became obsessed with a series of women who he thought each of them was the one and it usually ended up going spectacularly bad for them it's done in quite a clever way so he does the voiceover his character does the voiceover and weirdly you're almost kind of rooting for his character even though he is a a murderous psychopath what they've done which I think is quite clever I was sort of running out of steam a bit after a couple of seasons but they keep changing the backdrop. So in the previous season, which I started watching by mistake, he's becoming a father. He's kind of moved into suburbia with his most recent object of his obsession called love. And he was just hating that whole lifestyle. Anyway, in this new fourth series, um, I'm not going to say what happened at the end of series three, just in case, but he's relocated to London and he's reinvented himself as um, a university professor of literature. Not quite sure how he's managed to do that. But anyway, he's living the life in London, in this, it looks a bit sort of Oxbridgey, this college. Um, he's actually followed 
his latest obsession, Marianne, who's a librarian, to London. And while he's there, I mean, he's he's trying not to kind of get involved in the same problems again, but he falls in with this sort of group of wealthy socialites and um, goes to a party, has too much to drink. When he wakes up, there's a dead body in the room. And, you know, you assume, well, he probably did it, (laughs) given his track record. But it's not as simple as that. Yeah, it's really well done, this series. I like it. It's got a really dark sense of humour and a really nice kind of quite cynical tone to it. It's got Charlotte Ritchie, who, of course, we first saw in Fresh Meat all those years ago. And most recently, she's the star of the brilliant Ghosts on the Beeb. She's part of this new circle, and he is looking as if he's going to become rather obsessed with her because he can see her apartment out of his window, which is uh, which which never ends well <laughs> in the case of Joe. So yeah, I liked it before. I, I like the way that they've changed it up a couple of times for the previous two series. So it's really good, and and if you've enjoyed it to date, you're you're certainly going to love this. Um, are you a fan of this? Hannah, does it remind you of any ex-boyfriends? <laughs> Thankfully not. Do you know what? I do, I do enjoy this, and I shouldn't do, really. It's not something that I think I would enjoy. And I think you're absolutely right. You kind of, the, where this become, the sort of the, the hunted become, the, the hunter becomes the hunted, I suppose, is what actually happens here by the end. But you you shouldn't like him, but you do. Or you want, but you don't like him, but you kind of, want him to almost get away with it and I think we talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago it's a, bit, it's a bit odd when that happens isn't it but it's a sign of something well written I think this is well written I, I do really enjoy it and I think it's quite addictive big change of pace now we're moving over to prime video for something I know you very much enjoyed first time <laughs> around Hannah it's the return of Clarkson's farm and here is a clip here's my plan cows no, 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 stop it! I'm being attacked by a cow! Cows might get tuberculosis because of all the badges. You can't shoot them. Nope. Gas them. Nope. You don't just hit it with a hammer. No, you absolutely do not just hit it with a hammer. Clarkson's farm. I mean, the thing is with this is that you, there's so many column inches about Jeremy Clarkson, not only about what he has to say about life generally, but also about his show. And it was funny when I was watching um, you know, this, I, I kind of thought, I sort of feel like I already know it a bit because there's been so many column inches on his restaurant. And of course, you kind of need to forget about real life and go back to enjoying this. And, and because this isn't just about Jeremy Clarkson, of course, it's about his plight to run this farm. But it's really about a lot, well, a lot of other people, particularly one charismatic young farmer, Caleb Cooper. And he's really kind of come into his own and we really got to know him. And, and in this new series, he's really sort of front of the camera and taking a bit more control. And um, it's an eight part series. And this is the one where you see him trying to um, find a new way of making money at, at, at Diddley Squat Farm, because actually I think I read somewhere that he made something like 144 quid last year so you know he needs to he needs to diversify shall we say so 
we know that he's brought some cattle and we know that he's trying to create this on-site restaurant which is causing loads of ructions with the neighbours and causing all sorts of trouble so it's it's if you enjoyed the first series you're going to enjoy this series it it if you like Jeremy, you're going to like this. If you don't, you won't. I mean, it really is what it says on the tin. But I think if you don't like him equally, you are seeing him in sort of some sticky and tricky situations. But he is somebody who takes everything on the chin. And, you know, he's not brilliant on the farm. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He's not a farmer. And I'd imagine as a farmer watching this, it's incredibly painful to watch. But he does seem to... He has learnt a bit. He's learnt a bit more, but he's not terribly practical. He's still not terribly practical. And um, you, see, you see him trying to win over local community. You see him trying to um, be a, have a bit more sort of um, empathy. <laughs> Is that word? Can that be used in the same sentence as him? Perhaps not. Um, but this, absolutely, like I said to you, is just what it says on the tin. And I do, I do really enjoy it. But then I, I do enjoy Jeremy Clarkson on a lot of things. But I think you have to just kind of separate perhaps what you're reading and what you just like that he's saying with somebody who is just he courts the media he knows what to say and generally speaking he comes up smelling of roses doesn't he um i did enjoy this did you i do like it actually and in episode one they're harvesting and they have problems with the weather and it's just a really interesting insight into the running of a farm you know Mm. and and i think you know, when when Clarkson is kind of hamming it up and, and kind of getting things wrong, I think that's, you know, I don't know if it's partly scripted, all these kind of things. I don't particularly think that's funny, but he, he is good value. And, and we see right at the beginning of episode one, the carnage that happened when he opened his shop and they had to plough up a field to make this massive car park and it caused traffic chaos <laughs> The Chipping Norton set, I'm sure they didn't like that. And now he wants to do this restaurant. And again, that's going to be controversial with sort of local planners. But there's a little, I noticed in the trailer, <laughs> once they've finished the restaurant, it's very much based around these cows that he's buying. And everything's going to be sort of, you know, made with things that are, are locally sourced from his farm. There's a big neon sign <laughs> saying, we don't serve vegetarian food, which is cl- classic Clarkson, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting series. I enjoyed it. And it's a di- slightly different side to Clarkson, which I think is a welcome change. Well, Hannah, I'm sure you're very excited that it's Valentine's Day coming up this week. And so with that in mind... Um, we're going to finish off with a couple of rom-coms. Uh, we're starting on Paramount Plus with At Midnight. And here's a clip. The best thing you can do for you right now is to say absolutely nothing about the breakup. Every time a guy like Adam Clark breaks up with a girl like Sophie Wilder, you are the one that gets the short end of the stick. It's you. I'm not talking about his stick i don't know if it's short or not i didn't look at the nudes when they leaked i just made them go away so this arrives on friday the 10th of feb it's a feature film i'll be the first to say that i'm not a huge fan of the genre the rom-com genre you won't be surprised to hear this stars monica barbaro who was in top gun maverick which i very much enjoyed so she plays one half of this showbiz couple Anders Holm plays her boyfriend, Adam, and they are in a film franchise about superheroes, okay? 
Uh, and so they're about to film the, the last in the trilogy of superhero films when she catches him cheating on her in his trailer on set. Okay, I quite like the stuff kind of spoofing the the Marvel superhero movies. I'd like a bit more of that. Anyway, that's that's the starting point. While filming, they're staying in this hotel resort in Mexico where Alejandro, the young, ambitious manager, is tasked with kind of babysitting the film stars. And he's, he's not very happy about that. He, he usually hooks up with tourists because he's a bit of a commitment phobe. And quite a lot of it is in Spanish, actually, which is quite unusual with subtitles. But anyway, there's a meet cute. He's getting her room ready. She's already gone in there and, and she's having a shower. And she, and so he bumps into her. She's naked. All the towels go everywhere. He falls over. It's a bit clunky, the old slapstick. And you know what's going to happen, really. He, he makes her a sandwich late at night in the kitchen and they get chatting, yada, yada, yada. So, um, and he's got a best friend. He keeps saying to him, you know, why don't you, why don't you settle down? She's got an agent on the other end of the phone and also a manager who's quite a camp gay guy it didn't really do it for me but it's it's pretty it's fairly light if you like if you like a rom-com i'm sure sure you're going to enjoy this i don't know what did you think hannah well you won't be surprised to hear that i do love a rom-com <laughs> and that's why we work so well together <laughs> um it's really predictable i i don't know there aren't many rom-coms that aren't predictable are there really um it, I like the spoofing bit at the beginning, like you said. I, I they've got different lives. I suppose, I suppose you know when Alejandro and you know Sophie begin to secretly meet. I guess there's an interest in how it will work, and you kind of want it to because she's had a heartbroken. But are there any twists and turns that are shocking and surprising? Not really. Are you happy to sit back on Valentine's night and watch something else with a bottle of wine? Probably, yes. Um, it's not hard work. It is what it says on the tin, just like Clarkson's Farm in the same way. And so, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> okay. Well, as promised, we're going to finish off with another feature-length rom-com arriving on Friday the 10th of February. On Prime Video, it's called Somebody I Used to Know. And here's a clip. What are you doing here? You know, I'm just visiting my old haunts on the off chance I might run into an ex from 10 years ago. How many have you run into so far? I still think about what would have happened if you hadn't left all those years ago. I've been kind of wondering the same thing recently. Like if maybe I made the wrong decision. So, like I just said, I do love this genre. Although I do think there are some that are better than others. And I would say that this is better than what we've just discussed at midnight. So I, I, I personally prefer this a bit more because it is quite comedic in places. It's quite funny. Um, so... You've got Alison Brie playing this workaholic, this TV producer workaholic, and she, I mean, firstly, let's be honest, the, 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 where they're filming is beautiful, uh, the people are beautiful, there's, you know, it's just a very beautiful setting and everybody looks amazing. So TV producer Ali, she returns to home, her hometown um, and she meets up with her ex-boyfriend, not on purpose, but sort of on purpose, Sean who's played by Jay Ellis, um, and, she, and she has feelings for him. And, but, but it turns out that he, he didn't actually mention to her for quite a little while, I hasten to add, but he, he's actually engaged to, his new, to this new girl, Cassidy, who 
again is equally as beautiful so you suddenly got this sort of not a love triangle but you can see him he was quite happy with his life as it was um with with, with cassidy and suddenly a blast from the past comes in and you know they, there's a question what, what would have happened if she hadn't have left the town you know would they have stayed together and of course and it's funny in places because there she, she used to be a nudist and there's one one part where they run across the golf club completely naked because it turns out that Cassidy because they've become quite good friends um and she's got a bit of a wild streak in her too and it's I say it's a bit of a love triangle it's really uncomfortable because actually the two women are really quite good friends they get on really quite well they both clearly have huge feelings for Sean who will he choose it's funny along the way and I think this is this does what it needs to do for a rom com. It's got that. It's not got a lot of layers. I'm not, I'm not going to dress it up, but it's got a few more than the last one we chatted about. Do you like it? In I would agree with you. It, it is the better of the two. I really like Alison Brie, who was superb in Glow. So if you've not seen Glow, which is all about female wrestlers. You should check check that out. It's, she's terrific in that as the character Ruth. And she's got a real gift for comedy, I think. This also starts with a spoof. This time it's a spoof TV programme. She's working on this show called Dessert Island, which is a kind of hardcore cookery come, I think, come dating show. It's quite weird. That was quite funny. Mm. I don't know. I felt the tone was very mixed. She. This is a bit of a passion project for her because she made it with her spouse who is dave franco who's a director and he's the brother of james franco who i'm sure people are familiar with i just felt the tone was a bit uneven i felt at points there were it was a bit bridesmaidy so that starts off she's on the plane with her cat and the cat gets diarrhea and vomiting and that's so that's quite a sort of it's quite broad comedy but actually what she's trying to do when she goes to her hometown and meets her ex-boyfriend is she's basically trying to wreck this upcoming wedding, which is pretty horrible, really. Then there's another set piece where the fiancé of her ex is in a band, mm. in a cool band, mm. and she sings a song. And then she, she says to Ali, oh, why don't you come up? Because you used to make up lyrics to songs, didn't you, when you, back in the day? And she does that. And again, that reminded me a bit bridesmaidy of that, the, the kind of singing bit and the speeches bit at the um, at the engagement party. So it's a mixed bag, really, because I also felt that, that the, the, the husband or the husband-to-be gets off pretty lightly because he's, you know, he's on the hunt just before he's about to get married and no one seems to really judge him for that at all it's it's all about Ali anyway I did enjoy it because I love Alison Brie and I think it's pretty well done and and you know they're all beautiful people and it has got some funny moments not perfect by any means but but worth a watch especially on Valentine's Day right Hannah we've got to that time where you tell us what you've been binge watching over the past week well, I'm nearly through it. I was still watching it last week. Um, Romantic Getaway with Catherine Ryan um, and Ramesh Ranganathan. I'm not sure it's getting any better, I'm not going to lie, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm going to get to the end. Um, and I've also started on The Last of Us too. So um, lots of yes, people about that. getting a lot of coverage. Well, my life is slipping away uh, because, yes, another new series of uh, Below Deck the Mediterranean one. Yeah. Captain Sandy is back. I mean, you know, it's 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 all it's all going on. And like everyone else, um, I watched the conclusion 
of Happy Valley. And what a great show that's been. Absolutely superb. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offerings. So what's on the menu, Hannah? Sebastian Stan is a scam artist targeting New York's wealthy elite in a twisty Apple TV Plus thriller, Sharper. And Sam Neill stars as a respected lawyer in a high-profile murder trial in the new ITVX courtroom drama, The Twelve. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime... Watching...